So you're probably asking yourself, how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable? You know that marketing should probably be in the mix, but you may not know the best approach, the newest strategies, or which digital platforms to market on. So how do you use marketing to grow your effort business today? That is a question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Javier Lozano Jr. and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. What's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of Facility Management Marketing Podcast. I'm your host Javier. In this next episode, what I want to do is I want to talk about the four functions of a headline. Okay, so a headline is, we're going to be going into copywriting a little bit. These are, copywriting is something that I get really excited about. Um, there are t- okay, let me rephrase that. There are times whenever I don't want to write anything because my brain is is dead from other stuff that I've been working on. And other times I'm like, man, this is going to be fun. This is going to be really cool. Copywriting is cool because it's, it's in my in my opinion, if you know how to write copy, it's basically sales at scale. Okay? Um, it, it means that you can write to people at multiple people, um, hundreds of people versus just speaking to one or two or three or four people. Okay? And so what I'm going to share here, they're going to be the four functions of the headline. So this is a little snippet here that I thought was really cool. Headlines do more than just get attention. The Dale Carnegie headline, for example, lures you into the body copy of the ad by promising useful information. The Hellman's ad also gets you interested in reading more and it settles a specific type of reader, or I'm sorry, it selects a specific type of reader, those people who are interested in baking cakes. So. This is just from a book, and I'm and I'm reading this um, this little blurb here because headlines are huge. All right, so you might see this in a lot of things. Like example, in LinkedIn, you might see someone that writes really good copy, like have one or two sentences at the top, and you're like, oh, interesting, and you click on read more. That's a headline. Or you might see an ad that you're scrolling, and you're like, oh, that's really cool, and you and you in like maybe like the image or the video kind of makes you stop. And then you read the headline and you're like, oh, that's really cool. And then you click on, you know, learn more. Okay. Like where I'm coming from, headlines are, are going to make you do a lot of actions. Or a website, you go to a website and you're doing a search on something. And, and essentially, before you go to the website, you go on Google and you do a search for something. Like say, I'm looking for um, a facility service provider in Texas. Okay. And then you you know you look and then you're scrolling down and you're looking at the what's what's the the the, the hyperlinks okay that's in, in in the marketing world we call those title tags okay and so you you're looking for the headline to see if it's going to solve your problem or like hey how do I find um, an HVAC technician in Dallas Texas you know and so you write that down or something like that and you look for the headlines and then you read the description headlines make you click on the ad or make you click on the search. Okay, uh, what you see on Google or on Bing. If you're using Bing, good Lord, change, please. Okay, um, but headlines, they've got to be written a certain way. And so, like, I'm going into our company, Ratmate, and looking at all of our blogs, and I'm starting to change headlines because they're not written a way that people are like, oh, that's really cool. That aren't they're not written a way that is like SEO friendly, that is captivating, that sort of stuff. And so, what I want to share here is that. There are four functions to a headline. If you can hit all four of these, all of a sudden, you're gonna be getting more traffic to your site, to your ads, to your emails, like subject lines, that's a headline. 
like all this stuff. First sentence in your, in your subject line, that's a headline. And your goal of that headline is to get them to read to the next sentence. And then after that, you get them to read to the next sentence, to the next sentence, to the next sentence. So number one, the function of a headline, number one is to get attention. That is the first thing, is you're trying to capture attention. Attention is the most valuable asset right now on this planet as we speak. So what I mean by that is that everyone is doing everything they can to capture attention. So think about this. In the Super Bowl in 2022, um, for the 21 season, okay, it was the the Rams playing the Bengals, okay? Um, Coinbase had the, the best ad, in my opinion. It captured attention. A, they had millions and millions and millions of people watching this football game. B, they had the right audience watching this football game because, you know, like, Almost all of the amazing hip hop artists back in the 90s and 2000s were there. C, they all know what the hell a QR code is and they know how to pull out their phones and, and scan that shit, okay? And D, it went to a site that captured their attention like, interesting, investing in crypto. I've heard about this stuff and I can do this just now like this on my phone, really cool. You see what I'm saying? So number one function of a, of a headline is to get attention, capture attention. If you can capture attention, then all of a sudden you're, you're onto something. There are times whenever I'm writing things and I share it to my wife and my wife's like, I actually wanna know what, what you're gonna be teaching here. I'm like, are you serious? Like, you, you found that interesting? She's like, yeah, what are, you gonna, what are you gonna share? And then I'll tell her, she's like, oh, I already knew that. And so it's kind of funny because, not that I let her down, but the headline drew her in or like, uh, to a point of like, I want to know, okay? All right, number two, what a headline does is that it helps you select the audience. This is critical. So a lot of times, people have their websites with obscure headlines. And, and it's like, um, here's one, the key to all of your problems. That's an obscure headline. Who is this referring to? Like, like auto cars? Like, but my car doesn't need a key anymore. Like my car just uses a phone. I don't need keys or I don't put a key. Like, I, well, my problems are different. How do you know what my problems are? Like those are obscured headlines. So you need to write your headline to select your audience. So I remember when I was running my B2C business and we were running ads to, to basically um, to moms I would basically say, not, not always in the headline, but I, I would put it in like the top of the ad copy, like, hey, mom's in Castle Rock. So guess who I'm talking to? Mom's in Castle Rock. Or like, I would say like, are you trying to lose 25 pounds? Now we can't say that anymore on Facebook because they've banned the whole like lose like weight stuff. But before they did all this banning stuff, like guess who, I, guess who that, that, that targeted very quickly? It was like, oh, the person that wants to lose 25 pounds or more, I wanna lose 25 pounds, so it naturally selected those folks. Your headline should be selecting who you want in your audience. And so we do this a lot in our business at Ratmate, okay? We use headlines that say like, you know, vehicle wraps for any business anywhere in the US or something along those lines. I just kinda of made that up. We don't even use that headline. I just made that up. For your, you know, IFM company, it could be like um, facility services, um, facility services anywhere in Southern Texas. 
guess what? That's very selective. Like basically if you're down in Southern Texas, you're not going to be, you know, we, we can't, we can't serve you. Now I don't even know if Southern Texas is the region. I just made that up as well too. All right. But you get where I'm coming from. It's like your headlines going to help select your audience. Number three. Okay. The function of a headline is it delivers a complete message and you should not have a headline that is super long. It should be like, okay, got my attention. You, you picked me out and I know what you're talking about. It delivers a complete message. Okay. So that headline should be, it, it should tell everything about who you are, what you do, how to contact you. Like it should be everything. And it doesn't have to be super duper long, especially for a website, especially for a Facebook ad or a LinkedIn ad or a Google ad, especially for like a blog post. They, they should not be super duper long, but they should be enough to capture attention. And so, you know, like I'll, I'll give an example here. Let me find some old blog posts. Oh, you know what? Here we go. I'm going to find some and then you might do some research and figure some of this stuff out, but you know what? I don't really care. Check this out. The five best facility manager certifications to further your career. It's a pretty good headline. I called out who we're going after is facility management. All right. It got your attention. It's the five best, not, you know, it's like, ah, uh, you narrowed it down to five. That's amazing. I selected the audience. It delivered a complete message. We already know what we're going to be talking about. Okay. Here's another one. The ultimate facility management security execution guide. It's all about security and facility management. Here's another one. Nine frequently asked questions about parking lot repairs. Hmm. It got my attention. It's like, there's, there's nine of them. I only had like three. What are the other six? Okay. We know we're talking about facilities and parking lots and it delivered a, f a full complete sentence. So these are, these are things, these are headlines that I write and it gets people like they read it and they're like, Oh, interesting. And guess what they do? They fucking click on it, which leads us to the fourth thing is that it draws the reader into the body copy. Your headline should draw them into the body copy. They read it. They're like, I want to, I want to read that. Like tabloids, great idea, right? The tabloids do a very good job on writing great headlines. And people are like, that is really interesting. I need to read this. I want to know why Ben Affleck broke up with so-and-so. I want to know why, um, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio keeps, you know, basically having like one girlfriend every three months or something like that. Like, I'm just making stuff up here. I don't even know if these are even true. Okay. So, but it should lead you into like, I want to know more. And it should lead you into like getting into the body copy. And then when you start writing your body copy, you're writing that first sentence that makes them like, man, that's really cool. What's the next sentence? Oh man, that next sentence. Oh, I want to read about this. I got to read about that. And it keeps getting to the next line, to the next line, to the next line. So that's kind of how you're writing it. You're capturing their attention and then you're calling out who your audience is. And then what was number three? What did I have on here? Uh, and then you're delivering a complete message of what it is. And then you're drawing them to read the rest of the body copy. And they're probably going to skim that body copy because if that headline is written right, well enough, they should know what 
is encompassed in that thing. Now, if you're like, well, what about the nine things? Like, yeah, you can't put that in the headline. I get that. But it gets people to refer back to it. It becomes like a hack or a tool or something that people have reference to or someone that bookmarks it or someone's like, hey, you need to read this. I didn't know about this. Like these other eight things I knew about, but this number nine, I had no clue about. We need to look into this. You see what I'm saying? And so that's kind of what you want to start structuring your headlines. And this is why there are four functions to a headline. If you can't write a headline, the best way to do to, to write a headline is just to watch what other people are doing, what other companies are doing and start modeling them. Okay. See what they're doing. What words are they using? And, and the best thing to do is to use the, like, like you, your, okay. Like, because you need to talk to your, to your audience, talk to them. Okay. Call them out and see what people are doing, what other companies are doing and learn from that and then just clone it, model it, duplicate it, do it again. When you start learning how to do that, you start writing better headlines and then you start learning and how people start responding to those headlines. So you're like, huh, I wrote this headline, but not a lot of people kind of were intrigued by it. I changed up the headline. I used this, this, and this, and I pulled this number in and I said this instead. And all of a sudden like everyone is engaged now. That is really cool. And that is the best way and how you start writing great headlines. When you start writing great headlines doing this, things start changing, okay? You start getting more traffic to your website. You start getting more phone calls to your AE team. You start getting more people responding to your emails. Like there's a lot into it. Like your open rates start going up. Like there's a whole bunch to this, okay? So just understand like writing headlines is, it's a, it's a skill. It's a very, very tough skill to, to nail and, and, and do very well with. Sorry, I'm fasting right now and I need to consume some water. So with that, take the time to learn how to write headlines. I'm, I've got plenty of episodes in here that talk about copywriting and branding and stuff like that. There's a lot of content out there that you can probably start using to help you write copywriting. Um, there's one book that I... I don't have it here, but it's called cop it's called uh, copywriting experts or no, it's called Sec copywriting secrets. Is it copywriting secrets? I think it's called copywriting secrets by Jim Edwards. He um, basically teaches how to write copy and that's a very good book. It's like $8 to buy the book. I'm not kidding. Like just Google Jim Edwards copywriting secrets buy the book on his on his website because otherwise you can go to like Amazon and pay $25 for the book. But I think I paid like eight or nine bucks for it. He's gonna upsell you with some other shit. Like, I don't think it's a bad thing. Like, if you think it's valuable, buy it, okay? Like, I get nothing out of this. I'm just letting you guys know this, okay? Um, but that's how you're gonna improve your copywriting. A, model what other people are doing that's successful. B, start implementing it. And then C, start consuming what other people are doing as well too and learn more about copywriting. The better you get at copywriting, the more you'll sell, okay? I promise you that. Like, I 100% promise you that, okay? All right, so I hope this was enough. Um, three things I always ask in my episodes. Number one, please give us a five-star review on this, um, on our podcast. Give us a five-star on Google, I'm sorry, on Google, on Spotify, or on um, Apple Podcasts. Number two, please connect with me on LinkedIn. You can find me on linkedin.com slash in slash Javier Lozano Jr. 
And number three, share this podcast. We're trying to grow this industry. We want people to be educated and know how to actually market correctly um, in the facility space and in the property space uh, because a lot of the marketing that I see is just kind of boring and dull and very like, ugh, there's nothing here. There's no, there's no story, there's no brand, there's nothing for me to connect with. And I see that a lot. And it's just unfortunate because the industry has so much more to offer, so much more to offer. And so if we can increase the way we market, then we increase the way we stand. And you're like, well, I don't wanna have a lot of competition. Then build your brand so that you have no more competition. Build your brand so people are buying your brand, not your business. See the difference? They're not like, well, you're cheaper than the brand down there. No, I like you, I don't care what the price is, because you deliver. And that's what it is, all right? So we're trying to grow this industry. So if you can share this podcast, that'd be great. Other than that, have a wonderful day and I'll talk to everybody later. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen to our facility management marketing podcast secrets. Uh, this is your host, Javier Lozano Jr. One other ask I've got for you guys is, is to subscribe to our email list. You can go to bouldermediasolutions.com slash email. And that way you can get updates on some marketing trends that I'm seeing, uh, some strategies that I'm executing. And more importantly, I'll be actually launching some webinars and training that's going to help your company use marketing strategies to essentially grow your business. Uh, we'll be doing some training, uh, offering some courses, that sort of stuff. So you can always unsubscribe to that email list. It's no big deal. It's not going to hurt my feelings. This is more for facility managers, I'm sorry, facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. And have a great one.